Def Jam Poetry Jam. Oh yeah. If you remember what that what that was back in the day. I don't know what that is. But I was gonna pretend like I did. You, you <laughs> ever? You yeah, yeah. Well, you you ever heard of Def Jam Comedy Jam? No. Oh, what? No, I I don't know what that is. Like, like in the nineties, HBO did like a stand up thing where it was just like black comics in New York, mm. and it was like. It was almost like as ruthless as the Apollo, and it's where all these comedians that are so, like, that are icons today, kind of started off. And if they were like, if you're a success there, then it's like, there's no question you're you're gonna have a career. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, Dave Chappelle, Chris Tucker, Bernie Mac. Um, the list the list goes on and on and yeah, on. Legends. Yeah. Yeah. So. The transition from that, from like the mid two thousands, they did uh, a deaf poetry, deaf poetry jam. Was it and funny? Like funny poetry? It it was just poetry. Some of them were like really funny. Like even Dave Chappelle performed like <laughs> his his own poetry, and it was about him mm-hmm. walking in a convenience store, and what like this Asian uh, clerk <laughs> thought about him walking in that store. And then there was like Kanye West did one, which is like my favorite. He he did mm. like my he did like a handful of them that were so good. Mm. Um, Sarah, this was this was the days before the Kim farts more than anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Sarah K, who's like my favorite spoken word uh, poet, mm. she, she has like some crazy amazing ones. Um. So it's like a serious, serious thing. It's a serious thing, but it's like people are having fun with it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I feel like, I guess I just think about, that's pretty interesting to be doing performing in that kind of setup like that. I'm just looking at this room he's in. It's like 360. Well, not exactly, but kind of. <laughs> Um, I guess I kind of conceive of spoken word as like the serious thing, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Like the mood is serious. Like people aren't supposed to laugh or something. It depends. People can laugh at it. It can be serious and people can still laugh at it just because of the tension. That's true. Like, for example, like Kanye West was performing his song, All Falls Down. And the way he said it, it was just funny. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah, maybe once wait, before I die, I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah. You got to have your bucket list like that. Okay. What's on your bucket list? Mm. I want to be on uh, I want to be on Duncan Trussell's podcast as a guest. <laughs> Who? Um, I want to uh, I want to host SNL. I could have guessed that. Musical guest. Yeah. I could have guessed mm-hmm. that with all the sitcoms that you named. <laughs> oh wait, as a musical guest. Well, I'd, both. I mean, maybe not on the same day. That seems like that would that would be too much. Well, but, I uh, actually an article was just recommended to me about like the top fifteen greatest SNL musical guests of all time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's at the top? Who's number one? 
Um, I didn't look at who was number one, but obviously the top three were Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Eilish, yeah. Clearly, mm-hmm. uh, clearly, I'm not a fan, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. and somebody, somebody else. Was it Lizzo? Maybe. Lizzo was uh was she hosting and also the musical guest at the same time? I'm trying to think. That's that's a lot. That might be a little too intense for me to try to do both things in one day, but I just think that would be so fun. Let's see. What else would be my dang my dang jam? Uh, what, your bucket list? Yeah. I feel like your bucket list would be pretty uh, pretty long. A lot of it, as far as just like being an entertainer, performer person, a lot of it is being not just a musician, but like a personality. Just being a, yeah, that's what a, a bucket little bit list, funny. Yeah, that's what a bucket list is supposed to be. Yeah. Your bucket list should never be like your career stuff. Well, this is my career bucket list. That's what, by the time I do those things, I'll be ready to give up. I'll be like, okay, I got as far as I wanted to get. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm also kind of kidding, but. When would I say I'm successful? I made it. I think the thing is you never really get there. You know, you just keep moving the goalposts as soon as you can see them. You don't, you don't get there. (laughs) If you really want to be successful, it's like what Seinfeld says: success is the enemy. What does success mean? You know, is it being really famous, or is it like waking up and not having to do a job that you don't like? Okay, so let's have this conversation, especially for you being like a musician and especially mm-hmm. an independent artist who. Uh, I guess I can say just starting out. Can I say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can say that for sure. Just starting out, getting their foot in the door in the industry and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Success is really a construct of whatever people in your industry make it out to be. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. you you yourself can say, hey, I have a single. I put it out there. People like it. Maybe it's doing numbers. Maybe it's not doing numbers. But it's good music. I'm putting out good music. That's successful in a sense. But Mm -hmm. depending on someone else in the industry and all that (laughs) stuff, that's like, uh, that's baby steps. Not even baby steps. You're you're crawling. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just what you do to get started. But, uh... In a day-to-day sense, like, what's your life look like? I think that's a that's a big question. Well, okay. So then do you measure success by, especially as an artist, by just how much money you have? That is a way that you can measure it. Ah, so you do believe that. <clears throat> well, well, it's, I mean, it's a question of this or that, right? What's going on? Okay. Oh, did he collapse? He ate too much chocolate cake. Oh, um, God, that's the ice cream talking. Mm-hmm. It's fried ice cream. It's a big thing down here in the South. Mm, mm. I, I've got that at the like Mexican restaurant. 
don't think I've ever had it in other context. Um, I'm a huge baker. We'll talk about this later, mm, but I will. Okay. I will show you what I bake, and you probably won't believe believe it when you see it because you think <laughs> it's like some type of Instagram thing. But it's no, it's on me. I love to bake, but success. So let's really let's really do this. I would say you know who Andre Three Thousand is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way he's living his life now. And especially his interviews and stuff like that is as if he's like really gave up music. Mm-hmm. But he just he doesn't. You could say he's still passionate about music, but he just doesn't care in a sense of all that stuff mm-hmm. and enjoys playing at like, you know, clubs that nobody knows about in front of like crowds of 10, 15 people, <laughs> you know. Like where you like where you are now in a sense, mm-hmm. or beginners mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And well, yeah. I mean, it becomes like a. It's like a. Pyramid shape, right? You get to the top, and then it's not fun anymore. So then. <laughs> you gotta really consider what you're doing it for. But you, you know. You might want to get there first. I mean, not everybody feels compelled to do that, but. Mm. So... The thing is, I mean, the money, the money aspect, you can get you or you can try to get rich, I guess. I mean, it depends. Depends on what industry you're in, but. Well, here's the thing. It's kind of like as opposed to having to go to the job you don't like, you know, how to how to make music and not go back in the army because you're like, fuck, I don't have any health insurance. I don't have, I don't have a, an emergency fund. Fucking, I'm not making any, I'm not, you know, all of that. Julia, from music. You're, you're venting again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually in an okay spot. I, I'm, I'm very privileged. Um, my husband is is still in the army right now, so mm. we're we're okay for a little bit. But um, I would I would like to I would like to be uh be an equal contributor. Right, right, right. Well, what if I tell what if I, what if I told you that you would continue to work or no not continue work but you will work you could work a nine to five and do music on a side and still go on tour and sell out shows but you still have to like you know have uh, a nine to five um would you want that i don't know if it would be feasible for me um i just don't, i don't know if i would be able to occupy all of those different worlds very well. Hmm. Maybe I'm trying to give you like a a would you rather type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think would of like, I rather But I'm thinking like what if like you where you are right now, you're grinding mm-hmm. at this music thing, trying to make it mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Everything is uncertain right now. Right. You right. don't know what's gonna happen. That's can, very much what it's like. Right. Yeah. You can have this what you're doing now or you can have a promise that you can perform in front of crowds 
actual crowds, sellout shows, have music, albums, all this stuff, but you won't get paid for it and you still and you'll be working your nine to five. What is the nine to five? <laughs> um Let's say it's whatever you're doing now. Like teaching music or whatever, we'll say something like that. Yeah. I would probably, I would take that gig. I mean, if I can, if the, if the nine to five is something I don't hate, I would, uh, I would take it. Then you would be successful. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Success is whatever. I think it's just whatever you believe and hopefully not too much of a belief in, in your, whatever industry you're in. Yeah. What do you think success is? Success to me is just doing what you love. One of my mm -hmm. favorite quotes by, it's funny cause it's by Drake. <laughs> <coughs> I love how you almost choke when I say his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, his quote is, you live your dreams while you're awake. That's how you make them real. Sorry, I just gulped very loud down some water, down the hatch, but I agree <laughs> with that. Yeah, right. So, if, for example, if I, my goal is to do like YouTube thing full time, voice acting, all this stuff, <laughs> I'm doing it and I'm making great quality videos and all this stuff. Maybe the recognition isn't there and the pay isn't there, mm. but making the content and doing it, it's all there. Yeah. And getting, getting the fans and the engagement who are into it, um, that community aspect. All right. And that will come in time for mm -hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's uh, just a question for how long are people willing to wait? To garner the fans, yeah. Or what's the, what's their financial reality? Can they wait? Can they keep doing all these shows for free before they're like? Well, it's you know, always I fuck, you it's, know. It's I always need health insurance. <laughs> it's always a patience thing for me. I feel mm -hmm. like it's not really much of the money, right? Because if it is the money, then clearly what any rational human being would do is just, okay, you have to go support yourself, get a job nine to five or whatever, go hold it down and then come back to it when you can, whenever you can. But some people yeah, don't come back to it. Yeah, I think that happens. I think a lot of times what happens is people have kids and then they, they, uh, their priorities change and they get kind of stuck in the, the job that was going to be temporary. Um, because of like what our what our society is like and what our economy is like. It's like that in the military too. Like a lot of people kind of get stuck in the military because they have kids and then they're like this is I can't take chances pursuing my dreams and <laughs> it's uh and the benefits are too good, right? Yeah, it's definitely um a better prospects for like stuff like health insurance than on the outside, especially, um, 
like when I was in, there were people I worked with pretty closely, um, like teammates. I was pretty tight with that told me that they, they'd like joined because they had like family members that needed health insurance and not having the option of, um, of getting that on the outside or them having like, um, what do you, what's that called in insurance terms? Pre-existing conditions mm-hmm. made it made it the best option that they had to get that the treatment that they needed. Um, and that's a, kind of a way that our society funnels people into the military. It's that's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, um, you're telling me? I just watched a video like a few weeks ago saying that there's a kind of like a crisis happening in the military right now where it's like each year's less and less people are signing up for it. Yeah, that does not surprise me. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I think to get a little bit meta, like I think our society has been moving in this direction for a long time. Um, and there's always been a lot of people that have this kind of vision or awareness, but people are, are, kind of done playing the game that's not fair and they are trying to find alternative games to play um (laughs) kind of step away from the paradigm i guarantee you they can get me to join if they say we promise you you can play (laughs) at least one season in the nba (laughs) (laughs) i'm there (laughs) really well, okay, maybe not the NBA, but let's say, let's say, what's something that I really, really want? If they can promise me that within the next five, ten years or whatever, that I get to go to outer space <coughs> and be an astronaut for like a, a like a, a week or so or something like that. And then maybe throw in a dinner date with Hillary Duff. <laughs> Hillary Duff. I I will sign that contract so fast. <laughs> oh my god! How long? So how long would you be willing to be in for a little bit of something you really want for a little bit of time? I would say doing something you want. I mean, to see like outer space and to experience that, mm-hmm. I would say like a good five to ten years. And with Hillary mm-hmm. Duff. I was five to ten years, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you saw the, the Lindsay McGuire movie, right? Absolutely. That was me. No. Really? No. I was Gordo. No. I was trying to, to date <laughs> Lizzie. I thought you meant you worked on the movie or something. I was like, no, you're not old enough. That no. doesn't make any sense. No. As a kid, I dreamed that I was Gordo. Mm-hmm. Gordo mm-hmm. was such a... He didn't he know what a- he had in front of him. Well, he kind of did. I mean, he he always liked Lizzie, but he's kind of like the classic like. He's a classic simp. Thank he you. He puts up with way too much shit from Lizzie because he kind of likes her, but she doesn't appreciate it because people don't actually respond well to like when you devalue yourself for them. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh, this is a high value person. Mm-hmm. Lol. This is like I'm. I sound like one of those douchebag podcast guys. <laughs> Preach, preach. 
I mean, that's just like psychology, but maybe a little bit of economics, like it's, it doesn't matter really what gender you are. It's not, I'm not making like a men and women be like this statement. It's just like when people overextend themselves or have weak boundaries or whatever, Mm-hmm. Um, when people people please, it doesn't actually make people respect them. I agree. I 100% agree. Give me the outer space, the date with Hillary Duff, and throw in maybe a private concert from the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, mm, gotcha, gotcha. I'm in. I'm in there for ten years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might find during that time you're like. I don't think this is worth it. The thing is, they got to give it to you at the end. Oh, at the end? They got, I mean, you don't want it the other way. Trust me. I bet. You need to have that to look forward to, because otherwise you're going to get it, and then you're going to be like... Listen, give it to me in intervals. This was not worth it. (laughs) Give it to me in intervals. (laughs) If you give me the Hillary Duff date first, easy, I'm going to get a picture with her, and I'll have that in my, my locker room in my helmet or whatever again when i serve these 10 years i'm gonna be a water boy you're gonna be a water boy yeah it's not really that bad being like it depends on what your job is but no fuck it i'm gonna be it um (laughs) i think and i was never a junior enlisted soldier right but i I think it's in certain ways it's a lot easier (laughs) to be like a a private than to, to be an officer. Um, and I'm huge on Star Trek. Like, I love that mm-hmm, whole military mm-hmm. system. So I can just pretend? Does that sound bad? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if you're doing, like, a water boy kind of job, you kind of just got to do the stuff you need to do to not get in trouble and then show up and do, like, your simple tasks and just show a little bit of initiative and people will think that you're amazing. <laughs> well... He'll be like, he did the thing I said, and he didn't fuck anything up. This guy is awesome. I love to believe, and sometimes I would daydream that I'm like, all right, I'm a water boy. I'm just doing these little tasks here and there. But like, but behind, like, I'm secretly plotting, like, something's about to go down today. An explosion. What kind of stuff are you plotting? An explosion is about to happen. I had to save everyone. Like, I'm the mm-hmm, last hope. Mm-hmm. They're about to make a movie out of me. Yeah, this, yeah, you're the hero. Exactly. Or mm-hmm. aliens mm-hmm. are finally going to come, and I'm, like, the only hope for humanity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, it's, it's, yeah. And then everybody gets killed besides you and or, the hot lady on the ship that was, like, kind of mean and scary. But mm-hmm. also, she was, like, in charge of you. But mm-hmm. then it's just you two, and then you have to repopulate the whole world. Sorry. Ha-ha. That, that, or, <laughs> or... I'm doing my daily water task and I'm being confronted mm-hmm. by a mysterious stranger who says he wants mm-hmm. to uh, recruit me into a special program. And it's like a secret agent type type deal. Mm-hmm. 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 I feel like that would happen to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can try. You can join. You, you... Look, everybody's going to have their own experience. They're not going to have my experience. 
they you can only have your own so let me ask you this because i have like I, th- I think i have a funny joke to say depending on your answer <laughs> <laughs> were you the type of per- do you believe that your experience was so bad and that how you did your job was so bad that people remember you for that oh certainly mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yep, they do then, they do then, then I will definitely be <laughs> IT, and the moment I get there, they're like, you're going to have to do your job. You're going to have to do it well. All right, kid? Don't be like this person. And there's like a picture of you. <laughs> there might be, honestly. <laughs> An example. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. I mean... I, I mean, I tried to learn from those experiences, but yeah, there are people that are like, mad at me <laughs> in this world <laughs> because of who I was at that time. All she had to do is flip on the lights. <laughs> That's it. That's all we ask. Oh my god. I just dropped my bowl of popcorn kernels and they just flew everywhere. It's okay. I'll clean them up later. It's the PTSD. You're literally... Me describing that whole thing, that whole story to you, your hands were shaking. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I I I definitely learned some emotional lessons in the in the military. Such as? Well, I learned a lot about leadership, redemption. Uh, redemption. I love that word. What what responsibility really is? How to play games? How to play certain games? Mm, um, oh, that's so, oh yeah, that is such the film industry too. <coughs> Mhm. Mhm. I'm. I'm. I'm glad I learned them. I guess in an industry I don't care about, as opposed to the music industry, which I, I care about. Um. I. I, I did kind of learn that. Um. Kind of what you were saying about success. Uh. The military has certain ideas about what success is and what it constitutes, but ultimately you have to decide what you're really about and what you're trying to do and. That might make you appear less successful to other people, but you might be... uh, Content. You might be doing what you feel like you need to do. I mean, that was... Listen, That became evident in certain situations where, like, uh, you could choose between either doing really well at a task or project you had going on in the Army or, like, making sure people on your team were okay. And uh, there were times when I prioritized people more than doing a good job at tasks, which, I don't know, somebody that's better at their job than me maybe could have balanced both those things, but I wasn't able to, so I made a call. (laughs) I don't think it was wrong. Um, You just have to manage your perception. So you're telling me, I'm trying to think of a good example. You're telling me if you had a group of friends over and you're going to cook them dinner and you know that a certain friend really loves macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. but everyone else wants rice you're willing and you like that friend the most out of everyone else you're willing to sacrifice the rice <laughs> to please at least everyone but just to give that macaroni and cheese to that one person and give everyone else kind of like an okay dinner. It depends on if 
me giving that macaroni and cheese, like I'm really the only person that can make sure that person gets their macaroni and cheese. You know what I mean? Like when you're in charge of people, that's the kind of power that you actually have over their lives when you're a leader in the military. Mm. Um, so your boss might be like, no, we need to have rice. But you, then you have somebody who's like, look, I, I need to have macaroni. Stuff's not going great. Uh, I think I can do it. <laughs> I've been watching Power Rangers since I was born. And I've been studying very closely on what Red, Red Rangers do. They that's leave. that's important. Yeah, they, they it's really important. Um, but it's 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 a challenge because you also got to balance the mission. Sometimes it's not just what your boss wants. It's oh, also like I'll defeat the monster and mm-hmm. clean the the Zords, the Megazords at the end of the day. I I I bet you could. I think you should join <laughs> the Signal Corps. But your enemies boy. will not be like Megazords. It'll be like your enemies will be like it's raining and your boss wants you to set up an antenna pointed directly at a building mm-hmm. and not the sky. Right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I've experienced that. <laughs> those will be your enemies. So, or like so up, God having to do like security <laughs> updates on like 120 computers by like Thursday. Uh, that'll that will also be your enemy. <laughs> Steve Jobs is your enemy. <laughs> he was kind of well, he would have been more my enemy if I was having to work with like iPhones, but I was doing a lot of Androids when I had to do phones. Phones were my enemy. That was definitely That oh, was definitely part of it. Snap. So you're not tech 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 savvy at all. Not really. I mean, and you were I, the, I, and you I, were I learned <laughs> I learned certain skills around troubleshooting and problem solving that I did not have before I joined the military, but it's not it's not my interest. I'm just it was hard for me because I didn't like <laughs> my job. Wow. Um it's it's hard to not like your job, but I also, I think I have ADHD, and that makes it, like, very hard to not like your job, because, okay, this song slaps. This is a, this is a good Elvis song. Is it, though? <laughs> you know this song? <laughs> no. I can't name a single Elvis song. I learned all these Elvis songs for that, uh, that student I had. But this is okay. So this is the good story I'm going to tell you. Um, this mom, who is way more involved in music lessons than I usually prefer parents to be, but I like I was I don't re- I was like I don't really know how to establish this boundary. So I guess you know I'll just I'll accommodate them. Homeschool mom, she's considers music part of the curriculum. So I'm like okay. You know, fine. So I start putting together this medley. She keeps adding stuff to it. And I'm like, I'm kind of like, all right, we got to We got to just settle on, on something because it's, it's time, you know, it's, it's, it's more than I do for most of my students, but I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. That's why I was doing it. But I was like, this is getting to be too much for like a 30 minute lesson every two weeks. Mm. Um, but, uh, she wanted me to add this Elvis song. Um, what's it called? 
When is Elvis going to get fat? I'm still waiting for that. He should be what yeah. Tom Hanks looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. She wanted me to learn the song American Trilogy, um, which includes... It includes Dixie, and it includes Glory, Glory, Hallelujah, and uh, some other stuff. It's like... Kind of... Referencing some like you know Civil War kind of stuff, but I was I was just kind of like at this point she's she's already asked for a lot, mm. and we're talking about doing this for a recital that's going to be performed in public, and I'm just kind of like I don't I don't want my student I don't want to teach the student to perform Dixie at this recital. It's uh, politically loaded. Oh, uh, okay. That's not something I'm like willing to represent. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not my heritage, you know. Well, you <laughs> like I said. Well, let me ask you. Uh. If the price is right, would you? Mm, I don't think it could be. Two million. Mm, yeah, I would do it for two million. <laughs> But uh, I would I would have to make it okay to myself. I would have to allocate <laughs> allocate some of that money to like anti hate organizations, <laughs> like anti racism organizations. You can do you can allocate that money <laughs> to wherever you want. People are still gonna come after you. <laughs> they, yeah, they probably will. But that's that's where you got to make a determination about what you think is like more helpful at that point. But uh, yo, he yeah, is I mean, just like, kissing these women like. <laughs> I bet his wife loved that. Um, Shit, it's probably her idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is crazy. So she asked me to do that, um, and I'm like, "This is just—it's just politically charged. I'm—I don't want to make people uncomfortable." Sure, there's like some nuance within this an American trilogy. Like he represents the South, he also represents the North. Like there's. There's some nuance there. I don't look. I, I don't know the whole history of this song. Like, but I also don't. I don't care enough. <laughs> to, <laughs> as I'm not. I'm not willing to represent it to other people because it's not. Uh, what it represents is not. I'm not willing to try to educate people on the nuance there. That is so interesting. I want. Oh, that could be a, a awesome reality show like get people in whatever profession they they're in or whatever dreams they're trying to make and you give them the option of we can make this come true with everything you want but you have to sell your soul and do something <laughs> that you're totally against not okay with yeah well this mom asked me to do that and i was just kind of gently like i don't think it's right for this venue and I gave her a soft no, and she reacted the way that you would expect a southern lady, southern white lady to react. Who the hell do um, you think you are? <laughs> exactly. Telling exactly. me no. She was like, I am a proud southern Christian woman. I'm just like, what does Elvis have to do with being Christian? What are you talking about? Um, and uh, I pulled the I'm a veteran card. 
because no, no. <laughs> when I'm when I'm dealing with people like that, I'm like, this is some shit they probably think matters a lot. So I'm a hundred percent going to use it to make them feel guilty and bad. I'm a veteran. Um, she was just like anybody who thinks it's not just a beautiful song is brainwashed by the woke people or something like that. <laughs> but what she's really saying is my perspective as a Southern woman who's proud of my Southern heritage is more important than anybody else around in this public place feeling comfortable who has a different background than me and different associations with this song. So basically what she said was white supremacy. <laughs> um, so, uh, the woke people. <laughs> exactly it was ugh. and then she fired me she was just like i am firm on this and i'm like well i'm not saying that's what i wanted to happen but i'm also not really sad that it happened um but i there's a little there's i i there's a little bit of bitterness um that i was Any bitter that you didn't get the uppercut her I was willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. I didn't say it was because it was a racist song, but the way that you responded didn't convince me that it wasn't a racist song. Wait a second, wait a second. Have you ever gotten into a, a yeah, argument with someone, like such a heated argument that you fought them? Like legit fight? No. No? no. Okay. The, the only people that can get me riled up like that are people in my family okay no that's that, yeah, that's a given that's that's what everyone um no i've never i've never physically fought anybody what about you have you physically fought anybody i don't think so well i did like mixed martial arts when i was younger so gotcha that's like that's I, cool. that, I guess that's like way different mm. um i ever fought any i did wrestling in high school, um, I had to wrestle a, a, a girl in order to win a medal. Mm. That was the one of the most nerve-wracking moments of my life. Why were you afraid of getting a boner? I was just, I just didn't know where I could grab. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know what to do. Her dad was very intimidating because her dad was mm. like one of those serious like sports dads. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Like given. So her, who won? Uh, I I won, but it mm -hmm. was mostly just because. Okay, so my weight class was one nineteen. Mm -hmm. So obviously she weighed one nineteen. Yeah. She clearly had this plan going into it that she was like gonna fake grab me and just go straight for a takedown. <laughs> <laughs> and the moment I the moment she did that I scrawled and somehow she lost balance and she completely flipped over oh and I was pinning her somehow mm -hmm. with my head in between her legs <laughs> and I won yeah that's yeah. I mean that that kind of stuff happens. I mean you know you people dang make a miscalculation and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that is. I wonder if she remembers that. Um, I'm sure she does. 
I wonder if she's mad at you. This would be amazing if I could ever find out who she is. <laughs> Maybe this is a love story waiting to happen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Remember when I pinned you? When we wrestled? I, I would literally get a <laughs> knock at my door and she says, are you Carlin Jones? And I'm like, oh my god. Are you the wrestler all those years ago? She's like, listen, every single day since that since that evening, I could not stop thinking about what you did to me. <laughs> I've had to walk with the disgrace from my family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That metal that you have in your room as you speak should be mm -hmm. in my room. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't know how we can make this right besides doing a rematch. Mm, yeah mm -hmm. and then and it, then yeah. yeah and then it be, and then you start having sex during the rematch or is it well is i was gonna say a training montage but okay, i guess that's yeah. part of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah i mean they're definitely you can do a protracted version of it or a very or basically a scene from a porno i was thinking they're all I options was, i was thinking uh like a, a Disney Plus film, you went straight to Cinemax. <laughs> <laughs> like, how Disney can we Plus. make how can we make this more graphic? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. LOL, we are not paying attention to this. We are not at all. Not at whatsoever. All. I gave up on this. Why is this movie? There's 40 more minutes. I don't understand. I don't get it. This is why I don't watch biopics about musicians because they just do a bunch of music stuff. But, <laughs> but biopics are normally not even this long. That's uh -huh. the crazy thing about it. And why Elvis is this long makes no sense. He like, didn't even live that long. <laughs> artists who deserve to be this long, Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, John Lennon. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also going to go with anybody from the Rolling Stones because mm -hmm. I'm sure there's hella stories to tell. Mm -hmm. um, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Give me uh, Tupac, Jay-Z, Eminem has some crazy freaking stories. His should be six hours long, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like a Bollywood film. Yeah. Yeah. Every pretty much every artist but Elvis. I want to see more intrigue and drama between Elvis and his bandmates. Exactly. That's really what it's about. You know, that's the shit I want to see. I want to see who hates each other. Right. And who's sleeping together. I'd rather see a biopic on Taylor Swift than this right now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I feel like that would be a great biopic, especially oh, yeah. I mean, the she's got she's got some great dating drama. Exactly. Oh, no, not even a dating drama, but like, well, sure, you can put that in there. But like, wait, isn't she like enemies with somebody? Who's her enemy? But here's the is thing. It, that's is the it thing. Kesha or something? But that's the thing. The biopic will be about how she got her net worth. And it's not mm -hmm. through her music. It's through mm -hmm. suing literally everybody. Suing everybody? Yeah. You didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. She I, doesn't what do you what, what what network? What do you mean? So I'm trying to remember what year this was. I want to say it was 2015 or maybe 2014. But she literally was just suing people left and right to the point where she was literally making a million dollars a day. 
<sighs> that's not how I would want to spend being a really famous person, but uh, everybody's got to do their own it. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to support my spaceship dreams and my Hillary Duff dreams as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Well, if you get big enough, you can just team up with like um, Jeff Bezos and hop on hop on his dang spaceship. Jeff Bezos. Or you could build your own, I guess. Those those type of celebrities, though, those type of wealthy individuals make me sick. Yeah. They're so lazy. Well, they've forgotten what the point of being successful is. Everybody at that point has, like, what you were doing this for is to just... To build an yeah. Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not where you're going with it? Well, but then they build it and they're still not happy with it. You know, that's the thing. But that's the thing. They um, don't build it. May, I mean, they might be, but they wouldn't be telling you that they were building it. I am sure Elon Musk is trying to build a fucking Iron Man suit and it's fucking stupid as hell. I don't understand. His team builds it and then he's like, he's like, no, I can still smell my farts when I fart in it. So then they have to go back to the drawing board and like... He suggests he just goes in there and like wrecks whatever they're doing, and that's why he can never have an Iron Man suit. I promise you, if I get a fifty billion dollars today, or I get fifty billion dollars tomorrow, by next week you will see the first live Avengers team assemble, <laughs> solving the world's problem. I promise you, and I will be in the forefront with the weirdest freaking outfit armor you will ever see what you're describing is basically a super villain. <laughs> no, I'm not a super villain. This, that's what people are going to think. They're going to think like, Oh, he's corrupt with this power. Like who is he to decide what's like the law and stuff like that. And I'm like, listen, someone's got to do this. <laughs> someone's I'm listen, I'm a hero. <laughs> listen, listen, people who hate me, I'm going to just say this to them. I am the hero that you all I'm the I'm the hero that this world needs, but doesn't deserve. Okay, that's not what villains say, so that's good. That's what heroes say. <laughs> um, that's what heroes say. I would be a hero. Um, okay. <laughs> Everybody thinks they're the hero. I am the hero. Okay. And I well, will if you say force so, then... these countries to listen to me. <laughs> 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 I will I will see who's really loyal soon. She's oh why is she mad at him? God, my arch what? nemesis will be Jeff Bezos. Will be an IT an IT experienced soldier <laughs> whose secret identity is a is a is a uh, an uh, an unknown singer artist. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. Such a perfect identity. Yeah, but what's my actual like power? Your IT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kept telling everybody I was bad at IT, so that meant I was actually good at IT because well, that listen, would be a perfect cover. <laughs> listen, it doesn't matter if you're good or bad at IT. When you're IT, people just accept it because they definitely don't know what to do. What I've learned about IT is that you should uh, look up how to do things on Google. 
But I don't always remember that when I get really mad at my computer. And then my husband, his name is Matt. Matt is like, have you like Googled this? And then I'm like, leave me alone! Get out there! <laughs> okay, so clearly his wife has uh his wife has left him. <coughs> She's sick of his shit. Okay. Have you ever experienced this? Being sick of somebody's shit? No. <laughs> of of someone being sick of your shit and just leaving you. Um kind of. Really? Uh, well, I mean I got I got broken up with over long distance at at, at a point where the relationship Holy was very, shit. very unhealthy. Wait a second. You got a dear John letter? No, it was a phone call. Oh, so you got a Dear John voicemail? <laughs> yeah, I, that was that was the last time I got broken up with. Um, I hope that I don't get any more romantic breakups, but I don't... I mean, you never know what's going to happen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a very confident <laughs> IT person. <laughs> um... I mean, I'm 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 married now, but we'll we'll see. It's it would be absurd to. I think people make the mistake of thinking that their spouse will never leave them, and then they fucking let their shit get out of control, and then their spouse leaves them, and then they're like, "How could this happen?" You know, wow. you gotta remember they have that option. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta take care of your corner and take care of your mental health and be pursuing your own goals and <laughs> you know, not not. Not pinning everything on your partner and making them responsible for your destiny and then getting all resentful because I, other people can't do that for you. <laughs> I just had a horrible, a horrible daydream of what you just said. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I literally dreamed that everything that you're saying and I'm like, I'm a 50, I'm a bil billionaire, $50 billion mm -hmm. in the bank. I have my mm -hmm. own Avengers team trying to save the world <laughs> and my wife leaves me because mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. thinks I've turned to a villain. And I'm oh, like, man. no, I have not. I will convince you. I will make you stay by my Avengers team. Then explain why my <laughs> Avengers murdered a bunch of civilians in a country in the Middle East last week. We told them to <laughs> evacuate. They had plenty of time. They had a good solid five minutes. <laughs> a good solid five minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, people, yeah, people forget that their spouse can leave. So they send their Avengers teams to um, kill civilians willy nilly, you know, because they just forget. Uh, <laughs> they forget that that their spouse can leave my avengers promo would literally be a toll-free number call us now we will handle the world's problem whatever problem you have <laughs> you hate you fucking hate chad who lives next door <laughs> fuck that guy do you think we the, will murder him <laughs> do you think the business that ripped you off is racist let us have a word with them <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm mm -hmm. Did your kid's ukulele teacher not want to teach them how to play Dixie on the ukulele? 
Okay, you're venting again. <laughs> I think I already know what the name is this podcast episode for my YouTube YouTube what's, portion. What's it going to be called? It's going to be called You're Venting Again. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's up there. Even he is sky high right now. The show must go on. That's a thing that you learn in the entertainment industry. And you also learn it in the military. You're like, well, fuck it. This is just did not go the way that I wanted it to. But you know what? We're going to do it anyway because you got to. The show must go on. How does he not wear a fat suit at this point of his career? Take, turn his mic off. Leave it on. <laughs> this sounds like a job for the Avengers. Get him off stage. <laughs> Literally just send a missile his way. <laughs> Part turns your fire into a new whole new meaning. <laughs> this building is about to be fired. Yes, and then I would say like about to be fired. <laughs> I would say the best puns the world has ever heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sam. <clears throat> okay. Um. Okay. Give me an example. Tell me what problem that you have, and give me an actual problem, because I'm an Avenger now. Mm-hmm. I can solve any problem the world has for the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. I. Maybe I have a disability and the government uh, won't pay me enough to sustain myself, but uh, I also can't get any disability benefits if I have a job. Um, And also, I can't get paid enough at my job because I have a disability. That is a simple problem. We've actually just solved that one before. Okay. Luckily, we already just uh, robbed a bank. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a dirty bank, you know. They were like money laundering. Well, that was all, I and mean, all of them are dirty, right? Right. It just depends on if you think that what's dirty is what's legal, right? Or right, right. So here, take this millions of dollars. You have that, and we're gonna mm-hmm. go take care mm-hmm. of that law firm government building that keeps harassing you. All right. Okay. And so then, you're gonna. And then, and then you say one one last thing to me, and then I'll say my pun. Um. That's uh, really good that um, you are. Uh, I'm, I'm really thank you so much for agreeing to help me. I just hope that nobody can, can get, get hurt in this situation. Right. And madam, with your disability, do not worry because the Avengers came in crutch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll fly away and leave like a hole in your ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just gonna blow up the building <laughs> the building just blows up by the way how was that helpful alright boys time to help another civilian <laughs> That's, wow that was that was a good one you really got me there I'm so happy I can make the world a better place <laughs>
What is Elvis all riled up about? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I was going to say his fried ice cream is not here. <laughs> why is he uh, why is he upset? <laughs> why did Tom Hanks look like that? <laughs> why didn't they just hire a legit fat guy? <laughs> Oh my god, right? America's full with them. Hey oh <laughs> Did you hear that crazy statistic that eighty percent of Americans are gonna be obese in less than ten years? Mm, that doesn't surprise me. It's America's not doing not not doing really well in a lot of ways. Yes, yeah, absolutely insane. Uh What's the what's going to be like the fattest state? Probably like Mississippi, right? They have like the worst stats on everything. Whoa, that's you're stereotyping. I'm not throwing shade like on all of the metrics, like healthcare, education. They're like doing the worst out of all the states. <laughs> but it's like you're that sucks you're, for them. I'm not I'm not throwing shade at like the people of Mississippi. It's because of like the kind of policies that they have. You're playing you're playing a card game right now. You're like this has like. <laughs> the most highest probability <laughs> to just fucking encave in itself. But you don't know that. It uh, might be, yeah, I could be wrong. It might be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Another, yeah, another state in the South. It's possible. <clears throat> but you see, my Avengers could handle that problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me the, the pun that's going to handle this problem okay you have to give it you have to say it to me though as if it is an actual problem that's how it works okay um in this scenario i'm a little boy i'm 10 years old mm -hmm. and i have a very high level of anxiety um uh -huh. because uh my parents are very religious and um every week i go to church and the pastor talks about who's going to go to hell and i'm very afraid of going to hell um, so I have a very high level of anxiety, but I can't really articulate that to anybody in my life because, okay. um, say no more little kid. I know exactly. How but to I'm, help so you. I'm all, but I'm also a, a, a chubby little boy because I, <clears throat> the way that I make myself feel better is eating a bunch of little Debbie cakes and stuff. Sometimes I stash them under my bed and I, uh, actually gorge myself on them, uh, at nighttime. I'm not, I'm not doing okay. Okay. TMI there, little one, but I will help you. Mm -hmm, my first mm -hmm. my first order of business, I will visit this pastor of yours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would knock on his door, and he opens it, and I'm in my scary Iron Man suit mm -hmm. with a, a, a huge machine gun pointed right at him. Mm -hmm. And I open my mask, and I say, <clears throat> I came from hell to tell you that we have room for one more. <laughs> and I just shoot him, just completely obliterate his body, right? That's one uh, problem solved. Okay. Next, I come back to you, and I'm going to solve your obesity problem. Okay. What, what were those cupcakes you said you eat? Little Debbie cakes. Debbie cakes. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> like, uh, what are those called? You can have some zebra cakes. You could have some, like, oatmeal cookies. Um... You know what I'm talking about? Swiss Swiss rolls, ho hos, uh, snowballs, all those 
good tasty a christmas tree brownies ho hos mm -hmm. so all <laughs> all of those tasty little snacks that you can get at like the grocery store or like family dollar they're they're easy to get you can even get them out of it a uh, honey buns you can get them out of a betting machine Honey buns. I'm a little boy in Mississippi, machines. so like, there's a vending machine at my school that's just full of this shit, and that's what I spend my lunch money on. <clears throat> well, I will come visit you by flying through your door, mm -hmm. your classroom door, and mm -hmm. okay. it was sex education class. That that does not exist in Mississippi. Well, I made it into a sex education class, and I started throwing. What are those things called? Debbies? Debbie cakes? Well, okay, little Debbie. I start throwing them at all the overweight boys, including including you. Mm-hmm. And then I show them a picture of, uh, let's say, a mattress actress. And her name is Debbie. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I say, kids, you're eating the wrong kind of Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, okay okay so you're gonna you're gonna change their food fixation to a sex fixation i tell them that you burn the most carbs by having sex okay so their vice becomes not overeating but masturbation i said sex sex is not masturbating <laughs> i'm like 10 years old <laughs> <laughs> well we are talking about mississippi right hey oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. There's that's... definitely some 13-year-olds getting pregnant out there, and it's been happening for a while. Yeah. that's It's the... A lot of these problems kind of go hand-in-hand hand with, like, lack of resources and education and stuff. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I should have said this as a, as a pun. I said... I, I should have been like, <clears throat> you kids are overweight. You need to stop snacking stop eating these debbie cupcakes and then get this i pull out a big bottle of ketchup mm -hmm. stop putting this on your burgers and hot dogs it will kill you and then i throw i throw the ketchup at you and you catch it as if it's like some amazing souvenir right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're like yeah. crying tears that's, of joy that's, really, that's important right yeah. and then you look at me and i say I'll catch up with you later. <laughs> and I fly you away. Said, but you said not to use ketchup. But the pun is great, okay? <laughs> How did that pro solve the problem of my obesity? Here's a problem. And I just throw another missile at the school. I <laughs> well, I guess that it's not a problem anymore, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. I consider that a Thanos snap. <laughs> That's too funny. That is a Thanos snap. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I wish we could have saw more of this wife doing, I don't know, wife things. And by wife things, I mean, like, I don't know, like, being there. Mm. They would hang out a lot. Yeah. On the tour bus a yeah. little bit. They, they did? Uh, they, there was a scene where they were hanging out on the tour bus. Whatever. That doesn't count. 
if I'm a... I was not paying attention to this movie, but that's again, this is not the, not the norm when I try to watch a movie. I just talk the whole time, and then people get mad. It's just a whole thing. But listen, I first thought the conversation is great, so I'm not too mad at that. And also, the movie completely turned me off. What? How? Just the presentation of it. Very overproduced. Overproduced. (laughs) That's what we would say about the music. If this song, if this movie was a song, we would say it's overproduced. I feel like this movie was originally made by you, and then a ten-year-old says, (laughs) "Let me edit it for a good." A few weeks, and then you get give it back to you. Put a bunch of like iMovie transitions. In they stuff. put a bunch of comic book transitions in it, trying to make it the next Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely has that aspect. How would Mar? How would the Avengers have solved Elvis's problems? Of well, what's his problem? I I I think he misses his mom and he wasn't really prepared to be famous. I think he's got a lot of pressure because of who he is, but mm. it doesn't have the emotional maturity or intelligence to navigate. Uh, it's very like, common. The role that the world has kind of put him in. I'm Yeah, that's pretty much the problem. <laughs> Why being a human is hard <laughs> for everybody. It's very simple um, for me. Why? What's <laughs> your, why is it? Well, look at me. I'm a billionaire. Mm, and okay. I have my own okay. Avengers squad. Yeah, yeah. They're I guess really you're cool. right. Well, how would the Avengers help Elvis with his situation? Easy. We would uh, introduce him to a bunch of MILFs, and he can mm. pick out his own mother. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so like a, a kind of mother surrogate... That's foster right. mother kind of situation. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you'll also will also show him some foster fathers as well, some gilfs. <laughs> That's probably part of his wounding too, is like not having his dad around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the all the racist stuff probably stressed him out a lot too. Um, that probably there's no him. way there's no way Elvis wasn't racist himself. Well, I mean, everybody is. Every at least everybody that's white. I mean, it depends on how you define racism. But right, like, his, every, everyone his has a different filter. People. Everyone has a different filter, and they don't know the things they can say and don't say, and how they should act appropriately. Depending, Wait, he died at forty-two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's that's pretty young. I think he, I think it probably contributed to some identity confusion stuff for him because it was not really in line with his values or how he conceived of himself like but it was the racist stuff was like deemed necessary for him to uh be able to be the star that he was um white people were very threatened with him blurring the lines of uh black and white art uh and the hierarchy of white supremacy being blurred by that like um you know if he's making like music like black people music well maybe we're not better than black people and that was like very threatening to uh the this sounds like a now problem he's for fat. The... now he's fat this sounds like a problem for the avengers to solve how would the avengers solve racism easy <clears throat> i'm so happy you asked that this is the best question you've asked <laughs> 
phone podcast. Luckily, with my billions of dollars, I have constructed a new type of nuke <laughs> that I can shoot into the sun and create a huge solar flare that will burn half of the planet into a crisp. And it's who's which half of the planet is it? It's pretty much the whole planet because the radiation will, will get to everyone eventually. But everyone will be pretty much burned so, in the same color. The <laughs> racism isn't a problem. No, it's not even because everyone's dead. Everyone's now the same color. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, they're burned. Um, Their skin is like halfly falling off. Um, I. So because everybody is scrambling for survival, things like racism seem very petty in comparison to that. So let's say if I did it. I would say, like, your complexion, let's say mm. you would be 20 times more darker. Mm-hmm. That's mm. how you would look. And that's mm-hmm. how everyone would look. Yeah. But you, but people would still then be different shades because... No, they would be the same shade. Mm, you if, wouldn't become if, darker? No. If you already have darker skin? I did the science on it. And, it, and at any point in time that people feel like they're darker than someone else, it looks like I'm going to have to construct another nuke <laughs> to, to adjust this. Hmm. I feel like it'd be simpler just to destroy the entire uh, planet. Then racism would not be a problem anymore. No, 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 no. No, not at all. <laughs> Ice cream exists on this planet. <laughs> mm, mm, okay, gotcha. So it's worth it for things to exist... Because of ice cream existing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That probably kept Elvis going. I mean, he was... He was kind of sad, you know. He was his kind of sad fella. I bet his belly's so fat. <laughs> fat. Elvis... Do people really like Elvis? This guy looks like a regular TikTok fuckboy. Yeah, he really he really has that vibe. I don't know if the way that he was portrayed in this movie was really the right kind it of It feels like it was so ingenuous. It felt like they were not I'm going to I'm going to do my research tonight on some on Elvis and how he really was cuz I've heard he- some shit. He seems like he has more bravado just in the way that his personality is. Like, a little more bravado, a little bit more, like, cockiness. I mean, it's a it's a persona archetype that we're all, like, familiar with. Like, people that are like that. Um, Fuck it, I'm Googling it now. Is Elvis racist? <laughs> it almost tried to autocorrect me and say, is Elvis dead? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a thing people have been searching? Like, who doesn't know that? Well, hey, people still believe Tupac's alive. Mm, well, oh, you know what? I I totally forgot about the whole conspiracy theory aspects. Maybe he... Uh... Maybe he isn't dang dead, and he just needed people to think he was dead so that they would leave him alone. Mm. 
lot of this stuff is rumored. I need some actual historians to confirm this. Mm, music historians. You can <clears throat> talk to some ethnomusicologists. Uh-oh. Ooh, I music... love these in biopics. Like the little things you have to read. Oh, this guy was a financial abuse? I would probably know that if I was paying attention to this movie. Well, he, he mentioned it. He mentioned it. I, I remember it. No country, but eventually settled out in court. Wait, I'm not done reading. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I hate that. Just leave it up. He spent his final years in poor health, wandering through the Vegas casinos, pouring his fortune into slot machines. Why didn't you show that? That would have been a better movie. He 100% was doing that in this movie that we talked through. <laughs> his influence in music and culture lives on. Fuck off. It is it is interesting from the perspective of who was listening to Elvis and then they made music and then who was listening to that person who was listening to Elvis and then who listened to that person that was listening to that person that listened to Elvis that listened to that person. And it, it just goes on and on, you know? I mean, that's 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 what is interesting about any of these big people. It's like, maybe what they were was just a flawed person and they leave a complex legacy behind. Uh, but they... It, What's true is they impacted a lot of people, regardless of what we think about this uh, individual. And you know why? I think I would like to believe that a lot of artists are, let's let's even say for Elvis, for an example, he was a good artist. I'm not going to say he was amazing. Hell, people might even say he was great, but he was a Mm. good artist. But all of his things that got into the tabloids into the media made him a superstar his yeah all his scandals right the same thing happened yeah. with tupac even though i find tupac mm-hmm. amazing and everything he mm-hmm. says and his music is so relevant today but he clearly he wouldn't be on the mount rushmore of hip-hop if it wasn't for him being in the news every single week yeah yeah taylor swift lol <laughs> taylor swift taylor swift wouldn't even I don't think people would know who she was if, if it wasn't for Kanye. Well, to be fair, she was very she was very famous before that. Okay. Well, but that that's okay. She was a star when that uh-huh. when when that happened. But after that Kanye incident, then she was a superstar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She definitely has some good drama. I don't think I can ever be famous like that because I'm uh never say never <laughs> i i'm probably gonna be a boring person in the industry. oh don't say that no 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 listen well okay. you don't want the point is you don't want all that shit and your life's not actually good when you have all that drama it's like that's not true stressed. that's not true as an artist and i can i can i can say this for like my letters or poetry writing whatever and maybe maybe you can vouch for this when you're in like the most distress, when shit is really going down in your life, the creative juices start flowing a little bit, huh? Um, I can't say that was true in some really bad situations I was in, in the army. Um, that had the opposite effect. Well, okay, in the <laughs> army, I'm I'm willing to believe in the army when shit went down in IT, <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't escape to your journal and write down some lyrics uh well you know during that period of my life i tried i tried to keep the creative juices flowing but i hated 
everything that I was writing because I didn't like myself and I was very alienated from my creativity. Hmm. It's, it's not the same for everybody. I mean, you could, you could say, uh, are those pills that I just found out? Are you, are you listening to this music right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, at first it was like playing Elvis music and I'm like, that's not Elvis. <laughs> I just heard the word tater tots and I'm like, that sounds like, right? That's. This is pretty wild. Oh, but okay. That's the movie, uh, Starfighters. Um, so at the at the end of the movie, we normally, I normally say, because obviously this is someone's favorite movie out there. And believe it or not, this movie has mostly positive reviews, which is a huge shocker to me. So I'll start with you. <laughs> Uh, what? Give me your overall review of the movie, scale it on one to ten, and then tell me what you appreciate from the movie. Mm, I'm gonna give it like a five. Um, it's uh, <clears throat> I don't I don't think a lot of the casting was great choices. Um, I don't feel like Elvis's personality, bravado, and all these other things really came through. I don't think it did either. Um, Where was I don't the? Think it, fry food like where was some eating yeah there was definitely some stuff missing that i i know now because i read the thing at the end that i i would have had no idea any of that was happening right read that honestly (laughs) right you're like what are we watching a different movie like crazy um it did make me more sympathetic to elvis i guess i appreciate that um I appreciate that it uh, it showed that the origin of a lot of his music was black music. That was necessary and that was truth, truthful. Um, barely. That was barely truthful. <laughs> they could have showed more. Yeah, that's true. They definitely could have. Um, it's... Do I feel like a different person? On the other side of watching this, maybe? I can answer that for you. (laughs) Well, actually, I think you are. Really? Why is that? You've really vented a lot of this IT stuff that we had no idea you went through. We we scratched the surface a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, the real real value of this movie was that I got to watch it with my new friend. Who? No, no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, that's my department. That's my department. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's the, the grips. And, I, well, I do electric, too, so it's like, whatever. Yeah. Well, I got to watch... I got to, I got to make a new friend, uh, Carlin, and uh, now I have experienced being on a podcast, which was my uh, first experience of, of being on a podcast. Absolutely. Um, and I am, uh, you know, chatty, chatty, chatty as always. And I got plenty more, plenty more. Oh, well, what do you appreciate about <laughs> the movie? What do you appreciate? Um, you have to pick one thing. Uh, what the fuck are we listening to? You hear this? <laughs> um, let me think. I guess I appreciate that I, uh, <laughs> I, I feel a little more sympathetic toward Elvis now. 
Listen, I can appreciate this 2022 uh, Greatest Hits mix they did for Elvis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's They did some... Uh, seems like they maybe gave some emerging artists a chance to contribute to this film, which I appreciate. That can be you. That's nice. I maybe. Well, you know, we'll talk about we'll talk about that later. I, I was going <laughs> to say about certain artists, but um, um, for me personally, I'm going to give this movie like maybe I will give this a five because yes, I will admit this movie was very extra in terms of its uh, I guess directing its its uh, presentation, even its visual effects and even its practical effects, which it really didn't need. Why hire a fat Tom Hanks? I get you want to get people into theaters, but Jesus Christ, the budget, the budget. Tom Hanks is yeah. not is not cheap. Um, yeah. uh, listen, this is a, a also, movie. Also, like you like Tom Hanks. Everybody likes Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's, he's the bad hateable. guy. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's I not have a no good idea he was a. I had no idea he was a bad guy until I saw the thing at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a no. We're not rooting against Tom Hanks. Never that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this is a biopic, right? This is a movie about music. Although it showed music, like, you know, it played music. None of it was enjoyable until it got to the Little Richie part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It, the music was not. I don't even know what this movie's heart was besides some crazy transitions and stuff. Like it seems like it was more uh more more about the visual effects than almost anything <laughs> music related. Oh, yeah, it's just it's really just all over the place. Um the casting I would just say the casting for Elvis is off. Everyone else, I don't really care for. Maybe the casting for Tom Hanks is off too. You just didn't. You just didn't have to do that. You didn't have to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe they were competing with Colin Farrell from Batman when they try to make mm-hmm. him look like the Penguin or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that's just what this movie is. It's just unnecessary. Uh, my appreciation for the movie, though, um, I can appreciate that this movie gave me the grand idea to work really hard and become a billionaire, so I can have my own Avengers team. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that is a really good point. And then you can solve like racism, poverty, healthcare system, obesity, failures. Yeah, you can women being single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can um, cable um, religious yeah. trauma. Yeah. Um, oh, easy. I'll start my own religion. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's there's just if you just had a bunch of really powerful, ripped, sexy dudes. Um, that had really good weapons, then you could probably solve any problem in the world. You just described I mean, America Baywatch. Is like... <laughs> <laughs> you literally just describe it. But yeah, this mm-hmm. movie is—it's mm-hmm. um, all over the place. I don't know if I would. Uh, I well, I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it again with with anybody because I, there are some great conversations to be had about this movie. And mm-hmm. it was awesome seeing Little Richie. I want a Little Richie biopic. Make it happen, WB. Other than that, mm-hmm. get this movie out of my face. <laughs> get Elvis out of my face. You are never relevant in the black community, ever. 
get this get this wide wide faced no wide faced white boy out of my face no i guarantee you if you show his picture to a lot of women today i'm pretty sure most of them wouldn't call him attractive yeah he's just a normal looking dude just a normal looking dude yeah well uh yeah well that's the podcast thank you so much to our guest julia thank you so much for being a part of this well thank you thank you carlin for having me right um this is actually not a movie podcast it was actually therapy podcast oh okay um who who were you therapizing me it's actually not a therapy podcast. It's a life switch podcast. You ever seen that TV show, Life Swap? Uh, yeah. That's yeah, what this yeah. is. I'm taking over your life. A life swap. I'm I'm going to go into IT now. So you're going to travel back in time and get trapped in my consciousness until you solve the problem that of... That uh, sounds amazing. Yeah, you got to solve the problem of how I'm a... A uh, chubby little boy with uh, religious trauma that loves eating little Debbie cakes. And until you can help me, uh, wait, is get that some really you? On that. <laughs> you made it seem like it was you. That is me. Oh, wait, mean? it is. Wow. Yeah. My well, name's Cody. I'm a chubby little boy. Okay. Well. The same logic applies. I'm still trying to catch up out of it. I'm very close with my mom. I'm kind of afraid of my dad, and he's pretty mean to me most of the time. Oh, well, I can solve that too. Yeah. I'll just turn yeah, him I, into I, a I hate. I hate my dad. <laughs> he's a real dick to me. I will cut something off and turn him in, into a mom. Mm, you mm. have two moms. Yeah, that could. That could. Uh, we'll see. I mean. <laughs> We'll see. He could still be a dick. Yeah. But... What? But without a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the puns. But uh, yeah. But thank you again for 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 joining the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for having me. It was super fun. It's super nice to to chat, share our trauma a little bit, see uh, see the ways that our lives have been kind of similar, even though from the outside they might appear to be very different. Um, in terms of entertainment industry versus military um i definitely have a different perspective on that a little bit now awesome well, that's great all right starfighters that is the podcast um yeah uh, if you're watching this on youtube subscribe if you're listening to this wherever you find your podcast leave a review and i will see you on the next one but until then victor of starfighters <laughs>